If BPD or narcissism was an onion, what would happen if you peel back the layers? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. So I'm going to talk today about a BPD or narcissistic or a cluster B onion. And I know that that probably strikes you as being a little strange, but I was thinking about it today when I was exercising in the morning, that if I peeled back the layers of BPD or narcissism in my wife, who is undiagnosed, by the way, what would I see? What would you find? Well, I think you would find an abandoned, cowering child trapped inside an adult's body. That's what I think you would see if you peeled back the layers of the onion, so to speak. BPDs and NPDs are survivors. They've acquired acute emotional coping skills to navigate the adult world in which they live in. They have emotional arrested development. They are basically children. And that's what I have to remind myself on a regular basis in dealing with my wife. I'm not dealing with an adult. And so when we sit around and we think, oh, do they love me? You know, they must love me. I mean, my wife or my girlfriend or my husband or my mother with BPD or my uncle with BPD, they must, they must love me. Maybe they do. But as I've said in previous podcasts, the love is not an intimate love. And of course, with a family member, it wouldn't be an intimate love, but it's not a true love in the sense of how we, you or me or anybody else out there who would be considered a norm would define love. My love with my wife, uh, you know, I, she doesn't love me and I have to sit here and I'm, again, I'm not martyrizing myself and making myself into a martyr saying, look at me. My wife doesn't love me. I feel so bad for myself. Won't you feel bad for me? I'm, I'm stating it as fact. My wife doesn't love me. My wife will talk to family members. And at the end of each conversation, it's always love you, love you. But what does that really mean? To me, those are, that's two words that she's just throwing out there. If I ever said to her, can you describe to me the love that you feel for your brother or sister? Can you describe to me the love that you maybe felt for me? My wife has told me in the past when we've had conversations that she did love me once. Well, how is it possible that you fall out of love with somebody? How is it possible that one day you can love somebody and then all of a sudden split on them because that's what BPDs and narcs do. They split. All of a sudden you go from white to black in one fell swoop shoots and ladders. That's another, uh, another podcast that you should listen to one that I did over a year ago now. So, you know, one minute you're up there and the next minute you're not, it's an emotional sandcastle. And that's another podcast that I did talking about the constant struggle that we're in dealing with this cowering child that we've peeled back the layers that we now see through a true lens. You know, you look at, I look at my wife and I think of her as a grown woman, but she's not. She acts like a child emotionally. She cannot handle criticism. 
Children don't do well with criticism. When you tell them, you know, how you feel or what they are, they have very thin skin. They don't have a good coping mechanism because they're children. And inherently, this is what you're dealing with. That's why I receive emails from people telling me, I can't believe he did that or she did that. She acted this way. He acted that way. Well, folks, you're dealing with a kid. What do you expect? When you're dealing with BPDs and narcs, you have to have zero expectations. You cannot expect them to behave in a mature manner. It's just not going to happen. They, they have acquired over the years some very acute skills to deal with their arrested development, raging, splitting, devaluing, detaching, running away from relationships because they can't handle them, because they become too mature. A lot of people have said, you know, do you think your wife loves you? The answer is, and I can tell you emphatically, no. And I can tell you that with no emotion. I'm not sitting here with tears streaming down my face. I would have some years ago because I'm a, basically I'm a recovering codependent. I'm a caretaker. That's why my wife and I got together in the first place. I was and still remain her caretaker. I'm not her husband. I'm just somebody here who pays the bills, makes the trains run on time. I'm not intimately involved with my wife. My wife lives in another room. It's like a child living in her room. I have my room. She has her room. That's how she refers to it. I refuse to refer to her room as her room. That's the guest bedroom. It's not her room. Yes, she resides there. Yeah, she does. But it's not her room. The master bedroom is the master bedroom. It's not my room. And I remember when she left back in July of last year, she set up the guest room like her little oasis, which is fine. It's like her little kid's room. And then she told me one day, she's like, well, you know, you can go ahead and decorate your room. I refuse to do that. I'm going to make it a man cave, you know, put up neon signs and maybe put a little wet bar in it. That's our room. And that's the difference between me and my wife. You peel back my layers of an onion and you will find a child, but you will find a man who matured, a child who matured into a man who now understands the circumstance and the situation, who now sees it for what it is. Dysfunctional, dysregulated, abusive, neglectful, and again, I'm not painting myself as a victim. I'm painting myself as a survivor, much like my wife. She has rudimentary tools, emotional tools to navigate through a mature world. She does fine at work. But when it comes to relationships, she fails miserably because intimate relationships, she can't handle it. It's like if you wanted to have an intimate relationship with a five-year-old. Not only is it illegal, but it wouldn't happen because a five-year-old child could not function in an adult relationship. And so that's the way we have to look at it. We have to look at our relationship with our significant other as being that with a child. When you peel back the layers of that BPD or narc onion, you will find 
a cowering child, a child who could not develop into a mature adult emotionally. Physically, age-wise, we can say that they are an adult, but emotionally, no, they're not. They're a child and that's how they behave. And so it's frustrating to all of us, to us nons, to us codependents, to our caretaking, our empathic nature. That's why we do it because we have that nurturing nature. We want to save the child. And unfortunately, you can't. You can't exercise that child out of somebody with borderline personality disorder, with narcissistic personality disorder, or any other psychopathy. You just can't do it. You can't do it. And in many ways, they can't. So do we feel sorry for them? There are many times when I feel bad for my wife. I do. I feel bad for her childhood, her upbringing, her arrested development, the lack of object constancy that she has, the fact that anything I do can be perceived as abandonment, which it is not. It's very, very sad. It's difficult for us to understand this. And that's why so many people are out here listening to these podcasts. I'm not the only person talking about this. You know, a lot of people are on the bulletin boards, trying to gain knowledge, trying to have other people empathize with them and understand. And it drives me crazy to see people who just keep throwing themselves against the rocks of these relationships, being abused, neglected. And the same can be said for me. The only difference for me is that my eyes now are wide open. The veil has been lifted. I understand the circumstance. I accept the circumstance. I accept my involvement in this relationship. I accept the fact that I aid and abet because I do. I accept the fact that I'm being neglected, that I am being abused. I accept it. And I'm breaking that trauma bond now. I'm working on that. And I'm working on myself. So my advice to you, I'm not telling you to stay or go. That's not my position. But my advice to you is to understand that you have value. You bring value. And that you should work on healing yourself, which you can do whilst being in the relationship. And I will tell you that... Practicing that self-value, believing in yourself, has made me feel tremendously better. And yeah, I still go to bed each night pondering, questioning, and being angry a lot of times that I'm allowing this situation to continue, that I see the onion, I peel back the layers, I see the child that my wife is. I see the child in her. I also understand that there is no reconciliation. I understand that my wife is not going to change. No matter where we go, no matter that we sell our house and we buy another house or we go on vacation somewhere, the circumstance remains the same. You can't, well, there's an old saying, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. That's what the saying goes. That's the way it is. You can't change somebody. You can't. 
And with people with borderline or narcissism, every now and then you will see glimpses of the person that you thought existed, but really didn't. And that will charm you again. That'll make you think that whatever you're doing is working. Folks, it's not. It's not. Either they're breadcrumbing you or you are seeing a mirage. Check that podcast out. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. New episodes uploaded every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I appreciate your making this podcast one of the most successful podcasts in this genre. Spread the word. Hashtag me. Do whatever you can to get the word out. I want to help people understand their predicament. This is my codependency, I guess, transference of that into the wide open worldwide web and social media. If I can help just one person through this podcast, then I've helped a thousand people. I've helped a million people. It gives me comfort and knowledge and knowing that I'm not alone and that there is knowledge out there and you should take advantage of that. That's the biggest takeaway from this particular podcast. So until next time, be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.